Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Superficial Magic, the most magical place on the internet. I am very excited today. We have a very special guest. We're actually in Santa Barbara um, at the Funk Zone. In the Funk Zone. In the I Funk think. Zone. I don't know. At, mm-hmm. in, in, both? We're in. Yeah. I'm inside of it. Yeah. It's inside of me. Oh. We're at the base um, <laughs> in Santa Barbara. The base. Mm-hmm. And today our guest is a personal trainer. He's a mover and a shaker, and he was possibly going to be a priest. Yeah. Okay. You are not. <laughs> no, no. Didn't make it through the first year, in fact. Okay. Um, let's start with that. Okay. That's, that's way back. That's way back. Yeah. So you, are you a spiritual person? Yeah, totally. So what's your belief? I mean, in the it universe ebbs and flows, now. right? Okay. Everybody comes in and out of spirituality at of times. Of course. Right? Yes. And there was a... I mean, raised super Catholic, mm-hmm. raised as Catholic as they can, as they come. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You can relate with that at all. Very much. Really? Um, I was raised super Christian. I feel like I Christian. can see that in Yeah, we, ha- we both have a real fear look back in the... <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Thanks, Father Gregory. I appreciate that. Just scaring me of the world. Yeah. Um, so you were, were you like super into it? Oh, yeah. No, oh, It was okay. church every weekend. It was what we would leave church for like an hour and then come back and mm-hmm. do Sunday school. And I did all the little youth ministries. Of course and you I did. I was baking things. I, bet I, I was totally yeah. bought in. I was mm-hmm. so bought in. I thought it was my community. I thought, oh, I'm going to be a priest. I'm going to have a following. I'm going to, I'm going to be guiding people spiritually. This is what I'm going to be doing. Then what happened? Oh, I turned 19. Oh. <laughs> so I went to, straight out of high school, an impressionable yes. young 19-year-old, I went to the Catholic University of America, um, which is in Washington, D.C., and is like the most Catholic place there has ever been. There's priests and nuns walking around everywhere. Everything is this Gothic stone. There's a basilica the size of... Um, I don't know, the biggest thing you can imagine. It's gigantic. It, it towers over every corner of this campus. Oh, man. Um, and I totally lost touch with my faith. <laughs> I was like, this is not, this can't be what spirituality mm. is. This is so formal. This is so impersonal. This is so rigid. Right. Just, so the first day there, the first day there, walk in, convocation. I'm, I'm enthralled. You know, I don't even know if you remember your first like moments on a college campus. Oh, for sure. Feel, it's like your first moment of freedom. And this, this, uh, a priest who I had read work by before was a great philosopher. Um, is a, is, I don't know, maybe. It, let's, uh, uh, RIP <laughs> yeah. possibly. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, he gets in front of the students and his first thing that he says to the 19 year old minds, he can make any impression that we want. We're all there ready to learn. And he's like, 
just don't embarrass me on campus. If you're going to do stupid things, just go other places. And then leaves. It's the only thing he had to say, had to, say to us. And I was just instantly turned off by the whole, the whole Catholic college experience. Um, and it ruined my faith for a while. So then what, what, what was spirituality to you? What did you want it to be? More like grounded in the body, um, in the moment? Like what, what was more personal. in alignment? I wanted, I wanted to be able to feel it. Mm-hmm. In Catholicism, I always felt like it was, you've got to get to the next level. You've mm-hmm. got to get one more step in, right. in your belief, in your faith. You've got to take one more. In, in, when you grow up, it's always one more communion or one more sacrament that you get to experience. Right. They're always letting you take the next step. And I was looking at the next step right in front of me and was just like, oh, no, no, I've taken all these other <laughs> steps. And now I don't think I want to take the, the next steps. one. Um, what's the what's the like biggest regret you have in confession? Did you confess anything really bad? Um, uh, yeah, but I guess that stays between me and the priest. You're trying to get, they build they build those little rooms for a reason, right? So that you can. I thought maybe you would be so taken off guard, we'd just get your you could, your deepest. No, secret. you get to leave that in the room, right? Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, I don't know. That is another thing I didn't like about Catholicism. No, you don't get to leave it in the room. Your decisions yeah. travel with you, right? I don't know much about that religion, but the more you're explaining it, the more it sounds like Scientology, kind of very step oriented. Um, yeah. Interesting. Um, well, they all kind of sound like that. Yeah. At a point, they all kind of sound like that. And I was turned off at the moment, but now when in my, my evolution spiritually, I've come back around. Mm. Maybe, maybe there's value in that. You know, how much good has been done through the Catholic Church? How much good has been done through people just going to Mass? Like, they find community there. Yeah. They find friends there. They lead healthier lives there maybe i just jumped in too quickly maybe i was too impressionable as a 19 year old and didn't see the long game right so you're still you're still on the fence about where you want to land yeah i mean and that's fine don't tell mom no i haven't, I haven't, been, to, I haven't been to mass in a minute no <laughs> i won't tell her you were telling you me call right now. <laughs> hi patrick's mom i've got something Megan. to tell you bad, bad news <laughs> Um, you were telling me when we were talking earlier that something really important to you is breathing. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, so many different things. Okay, tell us, because <laughs> I think that breathing is one of the fastest ways to get in touch with ourselves and get back in alignment, and I'm wondering what... And it's underutilized. Totally underutilized. How many people who walk in through my doors here have a breathing practice? Right. What what portion of the population has a breathing practice? So what is a breathing practice? I don't care. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> I, honestly, I honestly don't care. Everybody who walks in for a session here, I'm spending some portion, especially in a group exercise setting. I'm spending some portion of that time just doing deliberate breathing. Mm. Whatever that, I mean, it's usually guided through me, mm-hmm. but... I give them tastes of so many different things, of mm. so many different styles of breathing, whether it's box or Wim Hof or um, kind I, of a what, what are those? Box and Wim Hof? What is oh. that? Uh, w- w- do you have a breathing practice? No. Not at all? N- I mean, no. It's called, I meditate, it's but, I don't, but it's not on the breath. Oh, here's a question. Okay. What's the, what's the difference? 
Um, there isn't. I mean, I don't oh, think there right. truly isn't. Yeah. Right? So no. a breathing practice can be meditation. Yeah. Just, it don't, is, yeah, it, just yeah. don't take your meditation so seriously. Yeah. 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 Just call yeah. it a breathing practice. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Um, what kind of meditation do you do? I do like transcendental. Okay. Yeah. Do you do it with breath or is it just, is it just, you're not supposed to No. Mm-hmm. cause you're not supposed to do the mantra to the breath. Oh, I definitely know a girl who's doing some mantra to her breath. <laughs> I'm Tell her, her out. she's though, wrong. Though I haven't, she hasn't told me that she's doing transcendental. Uh, yeah. They, I, that was just one little piece I picked up that maybe I got wrong, but I'm always like, oh, you're not supposed mm-hmm. to do it with the breath. So I don't. Really? But um, I, I guess I'm, I try to de- like breathe deeply while I'm doing it and yeah. stay focused on it, but I don't have any breathing but practices. But I mean, if anyone who's starting out, I mean, I'm not an expert in meditation by mm-hmm. any means, but anyone who's starting out in meditation usually starts with some kind of focus on your breathing and yeah, move on. Yeah, right? yeah, Like it's yeah. the easiest place of, mm-hmm. okay, let's get you out of your head. What's the next thing closest to your head for you to focus on? Yep. We um, were, yeah, yeah, I like that. Okay, so box uh-huh. is four breaths in, hold for four breaths, four, or no, I'm sorry, four second on your breath in, mm-hmm. hold for four second, four second on breath out, okay. hold for four second. You can do that with five seconds, six seconds, so you can see it makes a little breath, or it makes a little box. Okay, okay. Right? Oh, right. I can't, <laughs> I can't use my hands if I'm holding my I didn't even notice. I love Jess. She just noticed he was like using his mic and taking it away from his face. Stay on top of us. Yeah, thank you. So that's that's box breathing. Okay. Um, I know the like five breaths in, seven breath hold, like ten breaths out. Rectangular, triangular, something like that's for anxiety, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you're sitting there. You're focused on your breath. You're thinking about your breath. You're not thinking about other things. So Mm -hmm. guess what I've done? I've tricked you into meditating. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And in a kind of masculine environment where meditation isn't on the forefront of a lot of my athletes minds hold on train break uh, there's a there's just a straight up train (laughs) so i time my sessions i don't actually do on the hour i do in between the trains do you ever ride the rails patrick um no, what does that mean? Is that a, is that um, that's the way a term you said that? I sounds heard. like a dirty metaphor. <laughs> no, it's a term I heard once in like a documentary about hobos riding oh. the rails. Okay, I, and hobos is, it how I'm is a term that they like. <laughs> no, you guys. Okay, <laughs> it's Lulu. So, like, when does that stop? <laughs> the train. Oh, there right. it goes. Yeah. Okay, so um, what were you saying? I don't know. Oh, breath. Um, oh, breath. So I've tri- I've got you lying on your back. Mm-hmm. You're exhausted from a workout. We're talking about. I'm just making you breathe. Mm-hmm. You're listening to my voice. It sounds like, or um, you're listening to my voice for a few moments, and then I stop, and you take over your own breath. I've just tricked you into meditating. Mm-hmm. Is all it is. Mm-hmm. The back door to meditation. I just read something really interesting about breathing, and I can't remember what it is. It's in it's in vogue. It's so there's so much focus on it now, and it's uh, so exciting. It's just yeah, I'm annoyed, but it is the quickest way to get into your body. And it is the quickest way to get in touch with your subconscious, too. I know I read that. Yeah. Because your breathing is controlled by your subconscious. So if you consciously take it over, a lot of stuff will come to the surface. Mm-hmm. Really cool shit. Um, so let me take you down. The, the second oh, take is me. what I do. Uh, I don't know. There's a, there's a guy who's very in vogue right now. Wim Hof? Mm. No, n- no, it's just it's just another. Breathing is that pattern. his first name? Wim Hof. <laughs> no, I think that's his full name. Oh, Wim Space Hoff. Hoff. Wim underscore. Hey, Wim. Wim <laughs> underscore Hoff. Got it. Tag him. Ride the rails, Wim. 
<laughs> is another breathing pattern that I do a lot of with my athletes that is just um, a full breath in and a full breath out that has a lot of psychological benefit that has a lot of just people get so into it and you can actually make yourself dizzy from doing it mm-hmm. that you can just tune down everything that's going on in your brains and I will see some high strung people come in some very bouncing around a lot of energy people and it's the only way I've been able to trick them to just getting down mm-hmm. on the mat and just not moving I mean I like what you said about if it's it is meditation. So if meditation is stressing you out or feeling like something you can't do, just lay down for five minutes and breathe, breathe differently. Hard. Yeah, breathe hard. breathe hard. Breathe as big and as hard as you can. Yeah. That's a really... You, ha, you're, you're a genius. You got dizzy, Jess? You got dizzy doing that, Jess? At this point, I was breathing too hard and I like... One time Jess was breathing too hard and she got really... I'm relying everything you're saying. She got dizzy. Um, okay, I so get dizzy all the time. Don't I'm dizzy. Make, I'm, I'm dizzy in here like four or five times a day yeah don't don't uh, don't pass I'm so, out but I'm so i'm so hooked on it it's good to get dizzy sometimes you know just wake your brain up especially in a in a controlled circumstances right 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 the other movement of wim hof is cold therapy and so he wants you doing it in an ice tank mm. and i don't have one of those you can't you can't do that alone full right. disclaimer okay talk to your doctor okay Okay. Don't be don't be hyperventilating in water alone. Good call. Okay. Okay. Fair. Just just fair FYI. Do you do that? Does that I do a lot of cold therapy actually. Okay. I actually just got out of a cold shower. Right okay. Before I walked out here. And what is that? Just kind of wakes up the nervous system and. Um, I don't know how deep into the physiology you want to get. Well, I want to go pretty deep because I want to know how. I'm really interested in how we can reach, kind of our soul through our body. Yeah. Because I feel like that's the information you have and I don't know anybody else who knows that information. So give it to us. Yeah. There's, I mean, from my world, I'm doing it in a number of different ways. Mm -hmm. I mean, the most in touch with my soul is the 30 minutes on a rower when I'm pushing to make the inline, when I'm totally out of breath, when I have nothing left in the tank, that is Mm -hmm. when I feel the most centered. Yeah. I would do it repetitively to get back there. Mm hmm. Wow. That's a, that's a really interesting concept. I don't think I work out that hard. Maybe I'm missing something. Um, no, but you you can do it through meditation. Okay. I mean, I find the, the stimulus much the same, or I find the feeling much the same yeah. of just of losing the 20 minutes yeah. of hard breathing that end when I feel, when you feel down on the mat and you feel centered, mm. heavy and hard on a rower, the end of a spin class, mm-hmm. whatever it is. I think it's, uh, I think the, um, the neurology is much the same there. And is the neurology just you've exhausted your physical body so much that it's not wasting energy on thoughtless worry and unconscious thinking that's boring? Maybe. And I think it like kind of breaks the cycle for a second in yeah. your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Or you just, I don't know. Are tired. Yeah. And awake at the same you time. You know, you, you, you have to enter a flow state to be, to be there, right? You do. Have you ever read the book Flow? No. You'd love it. Really? I don't know who it's by. Please don't ask me. But Flow? Yeah. Everybody, buy the book Flow. I'll find out who it's by. Um, what are you reading? What am I reading right now? Yeah. You I, don't have to answer that. I, I don't really like that question. Sometimes <laughs> it feels like, what are you reading? Oh, I just want to impress you with what I'm reading. No, I'm, I'm reading um, What the Bleep Do We Know, the documentary. You know, I'm reading the yeah. book of it oh cool yeah i also like curse words in book titles yeah what the bleep do we know it's very uh it's very exciting very x-rated what ben schwartz just 
uh, has a book out called uh, that's great for guys, uh, especially single guys, called Things You Should Already Know About Dating, You, you an Idiot. That's so interesting. My best friend wrote that with him. It's great. Really? Mm-hmm. I loved it. My best friend is Laura Moses. She wrote that with Ben Schwartz. No way. And they sold it to CBS as a show. My favorite comedian. Oh, it's going to be a show, mm-hmm. too? Wow. Yep. You've been just full of information for uh, yeah. me. I feel like you brought me on to give you information. I'm doing, <laughs> and you're just you're just filling me in on things. Did you buy the book? Everybody buy that book too. Um, I mean, full disclosure. No, you ha- you didn't. Illegally downloaded. It oh, okay. He illegally downloaded don't, it. Don't don't put that on the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kicks through Laura, my door. Laura, it's happening. Can we talk about muscle testing? Because I don't know how to explain it. But it's really interesting. So everybody out there, my friends and I sometimes do this thing with each other where you hold two of your fingers together and you'll ask your body a question and Mm -hmm. the other person will pull your fingers together. You can YouTube this and it's kind of a visual thing, I think. But um, you can do it with a friend and your friend can pull your fingers apart more easily if the unconscious answer to your question is no. Mm Mm-hmm. And if it's yes, your fingers will stay put together. What do you think about that? Because you said you do muscle testing. Do you think that's real? What are other... Well, I think it's a useful tool. Okay. And I think it's a useful experiment. Okay. Um, And I think it proves kind of an overarching theory in my training and how I train people that the nervous system is just entirely in charge. Mm -hmm. That that you have to value your nervous system over everything else Mm -hmm. because it's telling everything else what to do mm-hmm. right so if if lying or if uh i don't know I, i've heard that in you say a true statement and you pull and you can't get out and you say a false statement and you pull and you can't get out mm-hmm. is how is my experience of muscle testing so you, you say a you say a false experience and you can break it yeah so right. you can you can break out uh-huh. or your nervous system is weakening those muscles exactly when yeah. you know you're lying exactly yeah mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so i don't think you say muscle testing. Are we actually testing the muscle? No. No, the strength there is probably the same. The ability for you to keep your, your thumb on your middle finger probably hasn't changed any mm. measurable amount. Mm-hmm. But your, your nervous system has changed, right? Something about your neurology has changed that causes, or maybe it's subconscious, that causes a little bit of weakness there or causes you to let that go through consciously. Uh-huh. So do you do it to make any decisions? Do you do you ever utilize that? Uh, n- no. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, me neither. Just I mean, kidding. I, I like I like I, put it, it I like put it, putting it on people. It also is it can decision making can be so hard. There can be so much going on with decision making. Of mm. it's a useful tool to get you distracted from all the other things that are going on with the decision. True. Know? Maybe you need to be you need to be in your subconscious and you need to let your subconscious make that decision for you and that can be a useful tool. I've actually just started getting in touch with how much breathing can get me through emotional pain cuz I've been oh working God. out I could talk about that for now. Oh really? I've yeah. been working out with a really like I guess I do have a breathing practice cuz I do bar method and you yeah. have to breathe. Yep. That's really, breathing practice. Yeah. And uh, bar method. Oh, so cool. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I... Um, I've been I, to Pure Bar a bunch of times. It's so great. I, lo- I love it so much. And you like... I still have, have the to, socks. You, you do? I have the little <laughs> socks too. You have to breathe like... Shh, shh, shh. 
It's a breathing practice. It's a breathing practice. Hey, Pilates, do they have a breathing practice? Yeah. Hundreds? Yep. 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 And I noticed I went skiing this winter for the first time in a really long time. Mm -hmm. And I was pretty good at it because I had like a breathing practice that I could use to Mm -hmm. get through really scary parts. I was kind of breathing like that. I looked Mm -hmm. insane, I'm sure. And I've noticed when I start to get sad, I can kind of breathe my way out of it. Yep. That's crazy. Totally. Yeah. Breathing is a great response mm. for a fear state. Uh-huh. So there's this lab up at Stanford, the um, Huberman lab, that's doing um, that's doing what fear training and fear testing. They're really? putting people in virtual reality. They're putting goggles on, and they're um, they have this whole 30 minute piece where they put them in a shark tank, oh and they, ex- they expose them to a predator in an environment. Mm-hmm. Right. And they were realizing that they couldn't run this psychological experiment because they were doing long-term damage. They were putting, right. they were scaring people, and they didn't have a way of undoing the damage. Mm-hmm. So they went out, and they, they wanted to do this testing. And they were like, okay, how can we get people out of a fear response state or out of a, a, a fear state so that we can continue doing the experiment? And what did they find? They found Wim Hof. They found breathing practices. They found mindset Mm-hmm. practices and they found a kind of soft meditation so now they do the experiment um and then they do the same testing with a with a with a with a fear down regulation and they they keep the mri on the whole time oh so you can see the like spike yeah, so and you then can you see can the brain see waves uh-huh. they, they have eye trackers so you can see them dilate or mm-hmm. the, the eye dilate when they get scared um, and then they can see how people respond to the other stimulus on the other side of trying to get them to relax. So Huberman Lab in Huberman Stanford. Huberman Lab. They, they could really is use my hero. me I, as a as a. I think they're actually I think they're actually taking referrals right now. Or they're, they're, I, know, I saw on their gram uh, <laughs> sign gram. up on the gram. <laughs> their bikini pics on the gram. Yeah. And it's this, um, <laughs> it's this PhD on Instagram. Just putting out great information. Really? Yeah. I'm going to follow. I think I would maybe break their fear test because my anxiety and fear levels are really, really uh, off the charts. Hey, but have you found a way to address that? Yeah. Yes. Listen, a breathing pattern. Mm-hmm. Wim Hof works when you're the most scared, right? Uh, when you, when you fear that fear response can be shut down mm-hmm. via breathing practice. So if I'm on an airplane and it gets super bumpy and that's mm-hmm. my worst fear. Box breathe. I could box breathe out of was it. Was invented by, or was brought to popularity by Navy SEALs as a method for a response for fear. Mm. Right. That we can, mm-hmm. that we're at a point where we can understand the physiology of fear. The, what, the brachius nucleus mm-hmm. is the is the the spot in your brain that controls the stimulus and tells the rest of your brain that this is a terror event did that you like how i pretended to know what brachius nucleus was because oh yeah i've never that's, i was like that's mm-hmm. great yeah just, just the brachius just, nucleus i know uh, uh, i was real God. sure i was real sure of it too <laughs> i wish i i wish i had my notes out on this <laughs> I out. i'm not great at brain parts you're, you're not great at brain parts? No. 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 It's, who cares about that? Um, <laughs> we don't care about that at all. But I don't really think we our consciousness is in the brain, do you? Yes. No. thousand percent. No way. Totally. Let's not fight I've about held that one. one. You, no, but... I have held one in my hand. There is nothing more complex in the body. There's nowhere else to put it. But don't you think consciousness is in everything? And it can kind of... That dumbbell over yeah. there? You think... 
you think it qualifies as conscious? Yes. That's offensive to my consciousness. No, what? it's a lower vibration of consciousness, but it's conscious. Everything is conscious. Oh, that's so mean. I know. I what? knew. I knew we. It took. It's taken me so long to develop this <laughs> this brain I have. So much work has gone into evolving <laughs> this little brain that I have. Billions of years of evolution have gone to form this little this little blob of meat mm. in my brain in my in my head. Well, you you keep your brain, and I'll keep my my consciousness, and we'll call it different stuff. Um. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just don't call it. Just don't call it consciousness. I'm. I'm going to. I'm gonna call it consciousness. <laughs> you want to fight? You want to throw it? At, you want to throw it out about? <laughs> we it? fight and a and a gem about consciousness. Um, no, it, it's. Um, I understand what you're meaning. Yeah. Right. I understand. But. Uh, no, I don't think the ballerella is thinking about me. If it's not. No, I don't think it. No. I don't think it can identify anything. But I think that if you looked at it and like sub atomic particles you would see that it's very alive and they're all conscious oh yeah yeah sure yeah so define consciousness for me consciousness is everything on the planet oh well yeah in that definition yeah sure yeah so there's this great book called the consciousness of a cephalopod i have to plug that is just mind-bending what's what's the thesis hey this is a cephalopod. A cephalopod can identify this many colors mm. and can make this many de- decisions. It doesn't have words. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't have language. Right. In our sense of a language. What's a cephalopod? So is um, I'm sorry. Is a uh, is a squid and oh okay. Uh, the smart the smart ones from the okay. ocean. Okay. <laughs> Octopus. Mm-hmm. Um, I think qualifies. I think they're talking mostly squid in the book. Wow. Um, what's its thinking pattern like? Mm. What is it? What's the train of thought running through its brain? What does it sound like? It doesn't mm-hmm. have words. Mm-hmm. When I think, I think in English. Right. Right. What is a cephalopod thinking? Mm-hmm. So fucking nuts. Do you know what I think is weird too? That when you learn a different language, you become a different person when you speak oh, that language. Yeah, totally. That's so crazy. It's like a recognized theory. Yeah. Um, you just have another personality. A whole different part of your brain emerges and you're like a different person. Yeah. And um, how you approach the world is different. Mm-hmm. Germans have the will just combine words all the time. We'll just plug two different words together and just keep the conversation moving. Mm. In English, I can't do that at all. I'm trying to make up words in here all the time. It'll shut down a conversation. People will look at me like I'm crazy. Right. No, don't. Yeah. Combining words gets tricky. Are you German? Uh, no. Ah. Uh, I took one semester of it, though, in high school. Oh, my gosh. Before switching to Latin. I was just going to say I did Latin. Why would I do that? Why, who who Why let, did who we let do us that? make the decision? Guidance counselor. I could have learned a tangible skill. Well, I could he have thought you were going to be like a priest in Rome speaking like exorcisms out of people. Yeah. No, I don't think priests need it either. I mean, don't they need to speak a little bit of it mm. if they have to do exorcisms? I saw the exorcist, I Patrick. So I took I took it I took it all through high school and then I went back and I took one in college. <laughs> all I remember <laughs> I, is that Lupa is wolf. <laughs> oh, that's all you remember? Yeah. Amoa Masamat? No, nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Oh, come on. I took it all through middle school. I, I no clue. It was great. It was great in anatomy. All the all the lang- or all the um all the Latin roots saved me so much time. Oh, I just, true. I was just cheating. Cheating, cheating. Yeah, I. Uh, I wish I, w- I wish I spoke another language because I would love to have another personality. But um, this is what we're well, stuck with. Well, you just have another personality. Uh, how? Give me more tips. More tips to change. <laughs> more tips to change this person. <laughs> <laughs> You've never tried to cultivate another personality? No. Really? No. Let's get into it. Okay. All right. What do I start with? Breath. Then what? 
Oh, yeah. Okay. So first off, you have to have a meditation practice, right? Okay. Right. You have to have the ability to close your eyes and sit in a calm mind. Okay. Like that's just that's just reps on the barbell. Like here, I make people squat a hundred times before I let them touch the next weight, mm-hmm. right? Like I think everyone should have that ability. Like you should start with mindfulness, right? Yeah. Um. And then this is actually so I'm dating this I'm dating this yogi girl, um, who's an amazing yoga instructor, but she she hates that I don't like mindfulness. She wants me to only do mindfulness meditation and is just like, is just off the walls each time I'm telling her I'm doing like creative visualization mm-hmm. or something else. I hate mindfulness. Really? Ugh, oh, I hate can you it. hit that for me? I hate this it. This is a huge divide between us and mm. I can't get past it. Well, that's tough because mindfulness people are really into it. Yeah. They're and, not changing. And I, and I understand that, but like let's let meditation evolve let's do the next thing mm-hmm. you know you don't have to we don't have to be so stuck i know i agree and it's so boring it's so boring and how do i how am i supposed to get into it you know no. and also what is okay i've done the first hundred hours you're telling me the next 900 hours are the same <laughs> let's move on <laughs> right so i do a lot of creative visualization do you have the book creative visualization no oh my gosh you have to buy it it's like the one of the most best-selling books on the planet. Really? Mm-hmm. Who's it by? Do I don't know? remember. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have tested your no, knowledge no, no, there. No, 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 no. I, I don't it, remember. Write it down what, for me on the what, way out. What anyone's name is on, on books, but yeah, it's really good, and it comes with a CD that's like a lead visualization. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What's it like? It's just relaxing, and it it, it, it mm. takes you down all these paths for your dreams and whatever. Are do you believe that you manifest through what you visualize? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I want to be careful about what I, what do you mean? Do you think, do, do you think it's actually magic? Hold on. We should, we should have started with this. <laughs> do you think, do you think, do you think that your visualization is tangibly having an effect somewhere else in the world? Or do you think no. you're controlling your own behavior I through visualization? I think you're just getting into the subconscious of what it's going to expect yep. to see and believe. 100%. Yeah. 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 Yes. That's one of my core beliefs. Yeah. Right? But I also believe that that's a little bit magic. Yeah. So. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Don't, we agree. No, no, oh my god, no, Patrick and I agree. No, no, it is totally. Uh, yeah. it, it is totally magic. Mm-hmm. In that, I I can't control my subconscious, but I can tell it what to do. Mm-hmm. So I spend a lot of time meditating in my subconscious, trying to have my subconscious draw pathways for me. And part of that is started with dividing my left and right side. Just mm. trying to split split myself and have two different me's in my consciousness. Okay, so like the you mean like left brain, right brain? Like I don't know. Maybe. Okay, just like two different maybe people. Brain, right, maybe left brain, right and brain. You would bring them to the surface when they needed to be expressed, kind of. Uh, no, I'd just leave them in my subconscious. Ah, got it. They're in a room in my subconscious. They're back there. It was part of my it was part of my early meditation practice of just putting my visualizing myself in a room. And visualizing what I needed to get done in that room. Like if, if I was in front of my computer or uh, if I was at my desk, I'd close my eyes and visualize the work I was going to get done at my desk. And then I would open my eyes and try and get that work done and try and recreate the visualization I had just done. And so in the visualization, just so I'm, I'm clear, you would make it two people doing yeah so two later, of you. later on in that progression of the visualization, I would put myself in a room and then I would divide myself in half and I would mm. give my right hand control over one of me and my left hand Got control it. over the other me then I would try and let them do separate things and I spent 
hours trying to figure that out, mm. trying to n- not mirror myself or mm-hmm. not just like they they would suck back into one or I'd find I'm doing the same thing. And it's so hard to visualize a room and then visualize two separate versions of yourself doing two different things. Yeah, I've never even thought of that. Yeah. Isn't, doesn't that seem like a, a basic visualization practice? Yeah. Right? And then imagine leaving them in your subconscious or giving them orders in your subconscious mm-hmm. and just setting them free, seeing if they can organize your subconscious in a pattern. I love that. I'm going to I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to split it I'm going to split it up. Yeah, just start with just just closing your eyes. Basic meditation the same way you'd always start, right? You have to start slowly in. You can't just hop into it. Um start with two people, then with four, and then assign them different personality traits. Mm. Assign them different portions of yourself. I have trainer Patrick. This is this is trainer Patrick is in charge of all the training knowledge that I need all the sports science knowledge that I need I have I have a little Patrick that just loves sugar Hmm. that just is that's my little my little sugar Patrick (laughs) Uh, now we have podcast Patrick podcast Patrick Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. creativity Patrick yeah post cardio post caffeine creativity so if I want to create more experiences that I'm not used to I've definitely been a very like I don't know if this term will resonate with you, but like feminine energy type of person my Mm. whole life. And I want to bring more masculine energy into everything that I do, but I've never done that before because I want to like, I want to experience being more assertive and being more, um, you know, just traits that I I don't know. I find masculinity so blunting. It is, but you can, I can do both, right? Yeah, sure. So, can I create states like that through just getting used to it in my subconscious and letting my like nervous system get feel it there? And then can I bring it into the world with more ease? Masculinity? Mm-hmm. No, just practice masculinity. Okay, but like, but how do I get it down deep into my subconscious? Habit formation. Yeah. You know, r- repetition. Mm-hmm. Just, just push it. Push just be it. the oh, be the bossy. Yeah, that just, would be a just male. be the bossy man that mm-hmm. that you envision. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, sure, visualization, right? Yeah. Close your eyes and picture whatever conversation I assume you want to have in a masculine way. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to tell that person mm-hmm. in a masculine way, just visualize yourself doing it, and then go and practice that visualization. Try and make that visualization happen. All right. I'm yeah, that's it. an easy prescription to give. Right. Yeah. That's it's, so much harder to do it's in hard person. To do. It's hard to do. Tell us how you motivate people. Um, shouting and, and we, clapping. And how do we motivate no, ourselves? Sorry. I don't. I don't shout, nor do I clap. <laughs> There's, at, my, at my old gym, there was one shouting, clapping trainer who just cracked me up the whole time. Come on. Clap, clap. <laughs> Work harder, <laughs> faster, more. Clap, clap. Very uh, biggest the, loser. Very biggest loser. Mm-hmm. But... They are the ones who need the motivation, you know, mm. that isn't if, if with my biggest loser clients or with my large weight loss clients, it is just, I am accountability. I am moving accountability mm. for you. Um, and it's hard. Yeah. Um, so I do do some shouting and clapping at them. That's great. But no, with the average client. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you need 
I, it would be nice. It, it would be great if you could find an in, in internal Loki. If you could, if you could find the the motivation inside yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's hard and that's difficult and that's a year long challenge. That's a long term challenge, right? Okay. So the uh, so the way I'm still doing it. So the way I, I have my athletes do it is external accountability. Mm. Is ha- I I tell people I'm going to get something done and then if I don't get it done I get kicked in the shin. You know I have to see I have to look them in the eye and be like, no. Yeah. I, di- I didn't do that. Yeah. Right? So it's kind of like public humiliation. <laughs> Even if it's not public humiliation, it's usually people who I love. It's usually people yeah. who who are are not going to hurt, hurt me, are not going to be mean to me about it, are not going to look down at me about me not getting sub thirty on that rowing on that rowing sprint that I've been trying to get done. Mm. Um, but it holds me accountable, right? And that's why I love personal training. That's why I think personal training works. Mm. Have someone who physically will hold you accountable. Mm. Who will who will look at a number or can or can look at your movement and say, no, you're going backwards, and that's so hard to do for yourself. Yeah, it right? is. It's hard. It's it, you have blind spots. Yeah, I spend so much wasted time in a gym. I wish I could have back. Mm. That I would just walk in and I'd be like, all right, what am I going to do today? Let's do what I'm already good at. Mm-hmm. Let's do what I've already <laughs> practiced a thousand times: bench right. press and biceps, mm-hmm. like just over and over and over again, with no benefit. I got nothing done during that time of my life. And any trainer, if I had sat down with any trainer, they would have been like, well, this program looks heavy on this side. Mm. How about we do anything else? Right. You want to do a little cardio? You know, have you, have you have your legs <laughs> little, little seen leg a weight? <laughs> yeah. Have your legs seen a weight Were you one year? of those people with like really big arms and tiny legs? Um, yeah. That's for, for, really funny. For a while. I love and, it. And it's just, it's just a waste. Because there's so much more we can get done outside of the gym with, with actual strength, right? You know, that old and there's thing. so much there's so much more control that you can have over your mind through the gym, but you can't do it through bench press and bicep curls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just not there. Yeah, <laughs> like getting ready for this podcast. I knew I wanted to be here. I wanted to be creative for you, so I can control my creativity via time on a versa climber and on a rower mm. you know mm-hmm. my creativity cardio is is here in full effect for you and i would have never done that at 20 yeah. i would have never done that at 23 yeah yeah well this is insane but our time is almost up no oh, no i know but we well, let's i want i want you to keep telling us any tips you can can keep giving us just keep giving us any tips you haven't given yet maybe you've given them all but if there's anything you want to say can i ask you a question yes um, when you lose fat, where does it go? Um, it doesn't go anywhere. The fat cells just shrink. Okay. Um, but you've lost weight, right? Uh-huh. And the only thing that weighs something is matter, right? Right. So where does that matter go? I don't know. No, no. Maybe you poop it out. Nope. <laughs> Makes sense. That's, I mean, that's a fair guess, right? Uh, I don't know. No, you only poop out waste. You only poop out waste. But wouldn't that matter become waste? Ah, it is waste. That's a good point. It's a different kind of waste. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I mean, do you want to let... I'll stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. You breathe it out. No. Yep. Shut the fuck up. You breathe it out. You breathe in oxygen, which combines with 
Carbon. Oh, right. Carbon. I was just looking sugar, at him like iron. <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs> Silver. So sugar. Gold. You, what, sugar <laughs> is little carbon rings, right? Little, yeah. little circular rings of carbon, right? Mm, and yummy. We, we, yeah, delicious. Mm-hmm. I, love, I love carbon rings. Oh, I know. I've met carbon they're, Patrick. They're my, Carb Patrick. Carbon Patrick? Carbon monoxide Patrick. <laughs> I, I, have a little, I have a little Patrick in my mind that just loves M&Ms. <laughs> just, just goes crazy for the sugar in M&Ms. I have a little Negan that would. So you break down carbon yep. to make energy. Right. Right? You breathe in oxygen. You don't really utilize that oxygen for energy. Mm. No. The only thing you use oxygen for is to combine with the carbon so you can aerosolize it and breathe it out. So you're breathing out... Sugar. Sugar. What happens when you're gaining weight? Ah. You're storing that sugar that... Or you're, you're turning other things into sugar... Which ah. you then turn into fat, and then you're then storing that sugar. So then your breath is doing something different. It's not. Um, no, no, you're still always burning some energy, right? Ah. You're still always burning a portion of energy, ah. right? So is that why cardio is so good to get your breath going so fast? Because yeah, you're breathing out and you're breaking more carbon bonds, right? You wow. have that's how we produce energy. Mm-hmm. And I'm amazed more people don't know that fact. Right? No, it's the, like the most basic physiology. But why am I so much more tired when I do it? Cardio? Mm-hmm. Because muscles fatigue? But like you say, it's, it's supposed to produce more energy. Ah, yes. But you are, you're exhausting the system that produces energy or that creates energy. Mm. Right? Right. And you also have the what, intermuscular storage of energy that you exhaust. Right? That most fat, some fat. Most fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some portion <laughs> of your fat isn't stored inside <laughs> your muscles. Right? Some, right. some portion... Right, so you've exhausted the 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 portion or the sugar that is stored inside your muscles, mm. right? And then you have to replenish that via either more food or the subcutaneous fat that's outside the muscle. Okay. And there's my fun anatomy fact for the day. I love it. Yeah. I cannot believe how much I've learned today. Right. I'm not kidding. Just an hour. I feel like this is like Sesame Street. Has it been? It can't have been. It's been um. 40, almost 45 minutes, no and we've way. been doing 45-minute like podcasts. I know. Or stood up. I mean, oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, Jay is um, videoing us. Jessica, did I, I had one more question I wanted to ask him, and I don't remember what it was. Do you have it on the... I'm going to cut this little part out where I'm talking. Oh, do it in post. Post. <laughs> Ah, yeah. Is he spiritual? I wanted to know a little bit more about the intuitive knowledge, though. But maybe we answered it? Proprioception? Yeah. I can talk about proprioception all day. It's a little cut. Oh, no. (laughs) Let me just peel that off. Can I poke it? What did you do? That just happened. (laughs) No, it's good. Um, She just pulled one of my eyebrows. Yeah. I know, I don't know. It's a thing. Do um, I need eyebrow help? No, you're good. Really? Proprioception? Yeah. How to increase proprioception? Proprioception yeah. is just your... So, yeah. What is proprioception? Proprioception. Proprioception. Seption, inception. Proprioception uh-huh. is the ability for you to feel your body in space without seeing it, right? Okay. It is another sense that you have if, mm. we're, if we're listing sense, right? That I can, I can close my eyes and I can put my hand behind me and I can feel where my hand is in space, 
without needing to look over at it. I know where my foot is right now. You know where your foot is mm-hmm. right now without any sensory input. That's another kind of feeling. Right? Right. Yeah. And I mean, this is another thing I'm pushing on everyone, but self-massage, getting on top of a foam roller, mm. getting on top of a lacrosse ball is a great way of just increasing your awareness of where your body is in space. Ah. And I, 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 literally, I had a client in tears the other day, um, two days ago, just because he felt a muscle he didn't know he had, mm. right? Just because for the first time he was able to identify this muscle that he didn't even know was there. He was able to move his body in a new way, and all we were doing was foam rolling. All so we it's like a grounding type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I never thought of it like that. And it helps with movement, you know? Mm. It, it'll help you walk and stand better. That is, I mean, and if you stand better, you feel better. And if you oh. feel better. Yeah. Posture is the key to you everything. You manifest better. Right? Hello. Right? That's right. You can't. What? What? My yoga girl? Oh, it's the heart chakra. It's, yeah. Mm, yes. <laughs> it's, and, I'm like, and I'm like, no, he's happier because his posture is better. No, his heart chakra is open. And so he's, he's open to new experience and he's finding love. I mean. Whatever answer you give it. Yeah. Just. Totally. Get healthy and put your own narrative to it and enjoy life right is the direction i've come around i spent so much time just trying to be right and just Mm -hmm. trying to push that no my way is Mm -hmm. the right way and now like where we started okay so we can finish where we start i just wanted to i just uh come back around that maybe it doesn't matter who's right maybe it's just we should just take everything that works Mm. yeah i love that take everything that works okay Patrick, this has been amazing. Thank yeah. you for meeting with me. Thank you for talking to us. Happy I to do hope it. we can do it again someday. Someday? Someday. 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 Um, vibrators, that's what I call the listeners. We will talk to you soon. And um, where can they find you on social media, Patrick? On the gram. What is it? What is it? Oh, Patrick underscore Tatum. I got my name. Uh, okay. Me. The base. I got to plug. I got to plug this beautiful gym plug. that, I, that I work us. at at the base SB. Um. Um. The funk zone. Uh huh. I know we start. We started with talking about the funk zone. We started with talking about the funk zone. Is, and is my home isn't just this beautiful <laughs> place. <laughs> and then um, I forgot to introduce you, so I'm mm. going to do it in post. <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. No, let's do it right now. We we can do a, a reverse. Just leave them wondering until the <laughs> very end. <laughs> do you think we should? Yeah, that'd be funny. Okay, or great, be fun. you guys. It's Patrick Tatum. Patrick Tatum. Patrick. I can't believe I didn't say your name. Underscore That's Tatum. so. I can't wait to stop see what I... Stop taking credit for things. So much, there's, okay, here we go. S- stop taking credit for things. I don't, I don't care what your name is. Just give me your information. Just, you know? yeah, just, just, just put your goodness out in the world. Put your goodness and don't have an ego, Patrick. Yeah, stop. Right? Chill. Right? Patrick, thank you. You guys, thank you. I'll talk to you soon. I love you. Bye. Bye. This is what you gotta do. Ain't no treadmill. No, no, no. Ain't no bicycle. No, no. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.